the sun. Oi, oi, this is my island in the sun. Oi, oi, this is my island in the sun. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was my song that I wrote for today's topic, which is about uh, sleepwalking sex. Uh, <laughs> very relevant. So you wrote a song about an island? It's poetic. It's, it's a metaphor. The island is, you know, non-consciousness, and the sun is, of course, a... a Derogatory uh, lismus test regarding uh, lismus regarding different kinds of subhuman consciousnesses. I don't know. I just started trying to pull up subhuman. Words. See, you know, like you rats. Were, I think you might have been confused. You were daydreaming. Uh, we're talking about night dreaming and sex night dreaming. Yeah. Hello, uh, specifically, we're not talking about any sort of dreaming. You're right. Uh, when you're sleepwalking, are you dreaming? Nope. Okay, well, that's good to know. Let's get into the actual what this show is. Hello, welcome to what might be your first episode of KinkCast, or what might be your 50th? 51st. What might be your 51st? Oh, no, 50th. 50th, you're right. Today, I'm sorry. No, no apologies. This might be your 50th episode. It might be your first. Either way, we are KinkCast. We are a podcast that is about alternative sexual lifestyles, kinks, and fetishes from the perspective of sex positivity. And uh, we're not assholes. That's how I would describe the show. I think that's a pretty good way of putting it. Not assholes. But I boy, mean, can we talk last, about them. That last part might oh, be a lie, but... I can be an asshole sometimes. I mean, we can all be assholes. Yeah. Well, anyways, this is KinkCast, and I thought we'd open... Well, what's today's topic, I guess? Today's topic is sexomnia, also known as sleep sex or sleepwalking sex. And I'm, that doesn't really need to, you know... Be dissected. It's pretty yeah. obvious what that means. I mean, it but should before be we get into it, show. before we get into it, let's play a little game. I want to get to know you, Tommy. So the game that I had pitched for today, with all the thirty seconds put behind it, is what do you sleep in, Tommy? <laughs> okay, so my grandmother, she's not doing well, racked with dementia. It's the first time I. <laughs> It's going way to start a fun game. <laughs> anyway, anytime I go to visit her, she always wants to take things from her. Because she's like, I don't need stuff. Stuff is dumb. And she always makes me take clothes from her closet. And, you know, some, like, uh, an old woman's jacket from 1996 looks really fucking cool. Also, her jammies are really great. So I sleep in 100% silk kimono that is covered in, like, green and red flowers and i look really cool wow that's nice we chris would you like to make a comment about that Does you that sleep go back to in where? your grandmother's pajamas silk kimono okay. and i look cool okay. also both my roommates who i'm very good friends with also have kimonos so sometimes, like, in the morning, we're, like, all kind of, like, shuffling around, feeding our dogs and making breakfast, and there's just a bunch of cool people in kimonos. It's That's very so fun. Neat. My That's life wonderful. is a treasure chest. I had a kimono once. What happened to it? I was 15. Uh, okay. Well, there are plenty of yeah. geishas that have kimonos, and they're over the age of 40. Okay. My grandmother owned that kimono first, and guess how old she is? Uh, 80. Older. I forget. She's very old. <laughs> They stop counting at some point. Yeah, right? eventually you just you're just And you never ask a lady her age or her weight, so we'll it's better know. you didn't say. And I don't see her in that. I don't see. Well, I do see age. I'm not going to say that. Uh, Chris, why don't you take the mic away from me? What do you sleep in? Uh, I am Chris, and I uh, just sleep in my boxers, and that's it. I used to be like you. I used to just sleep. <laughs> and then in my you boxers. got your grandmother's kimono. And then I got a silk kimono, and it changed things. For me. Is it because you have a like a fabric? Fetish, or you like the feeling of the satin or silk against your skin? Well, it's because it feels like nothing, and you know, not to go into like a whole like shtick about it, but sleeping naked sounds really comfortable. But at the end of the day, it it's is. just not efficient. If like if there's a dog barking, you got to go take care of, or someone breaks into your house. I've known people who sleep naked, and they're inconvenienced by it all the time because mm-hmm. the first thing they got to do is put on underwear. No one wants to fight a naked person. No one wants to. Fight a naked person. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that's a tactical advantage? Yes. So then, why do you sleep in boxers? So I can easily tear them off and pull out a sword. I feel like I, you know, as I <laughs> fucking broke my brain. Dana, what do you sleep in? Um, you know, I have to say, it really depends on the weather. I. Abstain also from sleeping completely naked. Feels wrong. Um, just because I am opposed to body soil that builds up on sheets over time. 
You ever see that commercial where the guy, like, just throws himself onto his bed and it's actually, like, a boiling pit of mud or something? And it's like, do you have body soil? And it's, like, disgusting. And I've seen guys that sleep on, like, white sheets. And, like, if you look where their body prints are, it's just, like, discolored. That's just because they don't wash their sheets. Even if you wash it, though, like, it's still stain. I don't know. I have a thing with body soil. Um, so I, latex body suit. however, there have been days when it has been too hot that I don't want to wear clothes at all. So I'll sleep naked, but more often than not, I definitely sleep in like a sports bot bra and some cheeky underwear. So, you know, I'm glad I asked this question because I think it really made us more intimate with our audience than we ever had before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it did. Um, so let's move right in. <laughs> Today's topic is sleepwalking. And no, it's not. Sleepwalking sex. Sleep somnia. Sleep somnia. Sex somnia. Sex somnia, somnia. yes. Jeepers Jeez, creepers. how many times do we have to try that one? So to actually put a definition on this, Dana, hand is up. Dana, give me a definition of what this means specifically. Sleep sex or sex somnia is a form of non-rapid eye movement or NREM parasomnia. Similar to sleepwalking, that causes people to engage in sexual acts such as masturbation, fondling, intercourse, and sometimes rape when they are asleep. This is a different behavior than nocturnal emissions or wet dreams in men and sleep orgasms in women, which are pretty common. Uh, these sort of things take place while in the REM cycle of sleep, but sleep sex or sexomnia happens in non-rapid eye movement. Isn't it? It's important period. to say parasomnia is an abnormal activity that occurs during specific kind of sleep, which is usually in REM sleep, generally of the third phase, which I have notes about so we can go over later. Well, and you hear stories. So first off, a lot of people are going to call bullshit on this because sleepwalking is one of those things that actually has a lot of paranormal connotations to it, where if you're listening to a podcast about UFOs, they'll run out of topics, so they'll do an episode about sleepwalking because there's actually a lot of interesting stories around it. And there are folks who just poo-poo it. It's just, you know, no one's actually sleepwalking. No one's actually doing shit in their sleep. That's not true. Yeah, sleepwalking has been recorded. It's been recorded, but there's also cases of people getting behind the wheel while they're asleep, uh, activating their lawnmower, people who have so much trouble with sleepwalking that they have to tie bells and shit to themselves. That does really happen. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's very obscure, but it happens. Uh, Is that a different kind of fetish where you actually wear a bell to sleep? Uh, I'm sure some sort of like death thing for like when they had the bells in the coffins. Oh, wait, the bell was. A I think girl. that's a kitty play. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I think that is more like little kitten play. Wait, or uh, Christmas Tommy, play. Tommy, you yeah. say it's very obscure. Uh, the numbers don't lie, and it says it's not as obscure as you would think. Well, I'm saying that. Uh, what do you say? Parasomnia of doing like operating things. I'm saying that's obscure. Sleepwalking is not terribly obscure. Paras- sleepwalking is just a subset of parasomnia. Yes, and I'm saying that it's a much smaller subset. Okay. But uh, give me give me some of them stats, baby. Uh, so, sexsomnia, based upon uh, some numbers... Oh, you wrote it down on the other side of the wall? From what derived by the Toronto Western Hospital. Uh, they uh, were essentially doing a sleep study... But it wasn't specifically for people with sleeping disorders. It was a general population study. And there were 832 people that were involved, 34 people that were involved. 62 reported that they are victims of sleep somnia. What's the... They, they, they suffer. suffer. They suffer from yeah. sleep somnia, or sex somnia in particular. Uh, and that's 7.6% 7. of the people yes, from the study? Yes, of the total. Uh uh, these are just regular people walking around the town? Yes. And, so uh, 7.6% of the Toronto population? Sex somnia. No, no, no. Not... Just in this sleep study. Okay. Yes. Uh, and uh, 11... I know the numbers. Thank you. Oh. 11% of uh, men said they su- that they have at one point suffered from it. And uh, 4% of uh, women have suffered from it. Sex this somnia. Sex somnia. Not That's... sleep walking. Sleep fucking. Which is waking up and still in an unconscious state. No, not waking up. Well, which is the body waking up while still in an unconscious state and carrying on about an activity while the brain is flushed with all those sleepy time chemicals. But Uh, also not an REM. Right. Yes. 
They say so, it kind of takes place in that twilight place between like, you know, you're awake and you're like deeply asleep. There's like a kind of a twilight sort of Well, place. I think we should... I think it's important cycles? to define sleep cycles. Yes, yeah. let's talk about that. Because so, uh, to, to the layman, if you've never really even looked into it, you assume that there's just a wake and a sleep. And it's actually much more complicated than that. And we keep using this uh, this term REM, not the band, rapid eye movement. Rapid eye movement is the deepest part of sleep, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is the, the deepest. that's when the eyes are just twirling around like jet planes. So uh, a sleep cycle is approximately 90 minutes. It uh, was defined back in the 1960s as 90 minutes. It can vary between 80 and 120. It, it varies, but it's approximately 90 minutes. There are four levels of sleep. Uh, it's like an inception dream. Yeah, three of which are in REM, which is non-rapid eye movement sleep. Uh, so... Uh, in one uh, is kind of, in my opinion, not even sleep. Mm-hmm. It is uh, it is before sleep. It's when you're drowsy. Uh, you're it's the the state where you are from going from awake to asleep. So you're fading out. That's when yes. your, your thoughts start taking on weird shapes. It's kind of like so, it's like pre dreaming in a way where you're thinking about stuff and it starts to take on weird dimensions. Thoughts kind of start escaping you. You stop having a being able to keep up with your train of thought. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in this state, uh, there is actual scientific like evidence that this state does exist. So I don't trust scientific yeah. evidence. Uh, brainwave and muscle activity starts to decrease. That's pretty much it. You start feeling drowsy. So it's when you feel tired, essentially. Uh, in two is when you are actually unconscious. So it is light sleep. About 50% of total sleep is is done during in two. And that's what naps are as well. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, eye movement uh, stops completely. So there's no eye movement. Uh, brain and muscle activity decrease, and heart rate and body temperature also decreases. Uh, so this is not the majority, but the, most of your sleep does take place during this. So when, when you are, quote, asleep... It, you are in into for the majority of the time. Well, isn't the whole theory behind those crazy people who want to try and like sleep four times a day for one hour or some bullshit like that is to eliminate the N2? Not to take us off into a different subject entirely. Essentially, yes. But N2 is kind of useless sleep. So the theory of people who try to theorize ways to sleep less, they're usually trying to shave off N2. Yes, they're, they're trying to get straight into REM sleep. Which is N3, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Okay. Uh, so there is... No, uh, that would be REM, because there's no N in REM. What's the N? Non-rapid eye movement. Oh, did you already <coughs> say that and I missed it? Yes. I must have been thinking about something else. So here is the point where we're getting into what we're going to be talking about the most, which is N3 slash N4. N4 has been recently merged into N3 and then N4 kind of doesn't exist so it's mostly just N3 uh, it is uh, the point where you are the most difficult to awaken uh, your body has totally relaxed, your breathing, your blood pressure and your body temperature have reduced even more than previously uh, and this is the point where most uh, parasomnia happens so the way I imagine it is that there's like a mall that operates by the day Mm -hmm. and then at night it's like a wild underground club and so when you're awake the mall is open and then closing time is the end stages and this is right before the club is is the club is rem this is this is the people who are setting the club up yes and so n1 is like people are starting to filter out the the polite people know it's closing like oh we should go but like nothing formals happen people just know it's time to leave n2 is the shopkeepers being like hey you, you got a vamoose. That's, I would say M, M1 is where they're vamoosing people. Okay. M2 is where the shops are closed and the Metal employees gates. are cleaning up. The employees M3 are cleaning up. M3 is when you're starting up the engines. Here's what I say, actually. I say M3 is when the janitorial staff just, like, clean out everything. And then they go home. And then, like, <laughs> it's dead. And then REM is, like, the fucking circus performers of the club show up and open that bitch up. So... <laughs> Before we move on to REM, there is another stage. Wait, so 
N4 might not exist, but there's one after it still? Yes, it's called N2. It's back to the previous stage. Okay. Because uh, based upon brain level activities, uh, N1 slightly lower than normal, M2 moderately lower than normal, M3 greatly lower than normal. Mm -hmm. Then it moves back up to N2, which is slightly lower than normal because REM has a lot of brain activity. So it moves back into a transitional phase to move back into a state of higher brain activity, which is REM sleep. Because sleeping is literally a hard reboot. It is turning everything off and then turning it back on. Uh, There's actually a lot of brain activity happening during every single stage. It's just doing different things. Oh, it's different kinds of brain activity. It's like diagnostics. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So it moves back into N2 and then moves into REM, which is rapid eye movement. This is where dreams occur. Uh, The body is completely paralyzed during this point. Uh, About 20% of sleep happens during this. It is like a large majority, like minority, sorry. Mm -hmm. A very small amount happens. A large minority, a small amount happens? Very tiny amount, yeah. Okay. Uh, And uh, this is where rapid eye movement occurs, so you can see people's eyes moving underneath their eyelids. Uh, and it is, uh, the, it says this one is the deepest sleep. The article I was reading was also calling in three slash in four, the hardest to awaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this as the deepest sleep from my understanding is the point where if you are awakened during this point, it's not necessarily hard to awaken you. It's more of, you will start confusing dreams with reality. You're, you're not prompted to awaken as quickly. Like sleep so, so wait, so dreaming itself really happens during REM? Yes, dreaming okay. only happens during REM. Okay. Dreaming does not happen during any other point of sleep. And for like a total night of sleep, uh-huh. you will probably have less than an hour of REM. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, so, you don't dream the whole And long. it's not all together either. Yeah, it's uh, kind of divvied up. So uh, the way it happens is there's about... Uh, so after that, it moves back into... Uh, in two, and then starts the whole cycle over again, excluding in one. Mm-hmm. So it will go back into in two, and then cycle back through in three, then back to in two, and then back to REM. The thing is, this sleep cycle is, a, like I said, about 90 minutes. It happens about seven to eight hours. Uh, or if you're having seven to eight hours of sleep every night, it will happen about five times. Now, is that generalized, or do you think that this the sleeping patterns and sleep cycles are more similar to, like, uh, metabolism, where it might vary from yeah, person it, to person, it, or even in culture? It is generalized, but yeah, that is the whole point with people who want to do, like, an hour of sleep here and there. They're trying to force their body into a, I don't want to say unnatural rhythm, but into a rhythm that is not... It didn't work out well for Kramer. General with mm-hmm. our current understanding of sleep. Right. Uh, so the first time you go into REM sleep is going to be the shortest time. Uh, it gets longer as the night goes on. Uh, and it is the longest during the two middle times. So if you're having five to six, it's going to be the third and fourth. And then it'll get shorter after that because your body naturally has a rhythm that it knows how long it's supposed to sleep. The circadian rhythm. Yes, the circadian rhythm. And uh, so it's getting ready to wake up and stops putting you as deep under so that you can wake up more easily. Um, And as I said, uh, brain activity is very high during all of this. It's just different kinds of brain activity. But so as we know the human brain is a very flawed, very complicated thing, which could lead to sleep abnormalities. Yes, which I actually have a list of sleep abnormalities. Can I talk I about sleep paralysis? The coolest that one? is. Uh, it's going to be on my list. Can I? So, uh, can I do it? Basically, your brain while it's sleeping it's do it. is uh, is doing memory co- uh, consolidation and it is doing a brain cleanup. So as Tommy was saying, like a reboot. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's throwing out what it does not think it needs. Uh, without you being conscious of it. Thank you, brain. That's kind of Thanks fucked up. Thanks for asking. If you think about short-term memory and like some little short-term part Short-term your- memory is memory that is not allocated while you're asleep. Hmm. So this is in like... Uh, Dana, the- raise your hand. Everyone take a shot. <laughs> so wait, this is like in the movie 
What's the movie about your feelings? It's a Pixar movie. Inside Out. Inside Out. This is whenever those little guys with the little buggies are going through and they're like, eh, you don't need this one. And then they just toss it. Yes. Inside Out is a perfect example of a lot of the things we're talking about in our sex podcast. I keep thinking about it no, as we're I, talking about, about sleeping too. too. Because another part of that is whenever um, Chris mentioned, like, um, what is it? In three is the hardest stage to wake from. Yes. They also say that, like, okay, if sleepwalkers have, if that's whenever sleepwalkers are active, they suggest you don't wake them. Like, try to that get is them back a, uh, in bed. That's an urban myth. Oh, okay. So that's an old wives' tale. Maybe uh, it's good that it, we debunk it. It does not do any damage to wake someone up. When they are in any state of sleep at all. If they're sleepwalking, doesn't matter. The reason it came about is because it is like people will freak out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do any damage. But like if you wake someone up and they are standing like upright, they are not prepared for that. Yeah. So they won't like necessarily do anything. It depends upon the person. They could, you know, their fight could be much stronger than their flight response. So they could lash out. If they're having a nightmare, I've seen horror movies. People have a nightmare, we'll start throwing fists if you wake them up too quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a, it's a, an old wives' tale. It doesn't hurt anyone or anything to wake someone up when they are sleepwalking or sleep sexing. <laughs> or well, if, any if they're sleep sexing, you want to stop them because chances are they're violating consent in some form. Not necessarily, but there are. They, be, but we'll they mumble. They mumble so, in their sleep. Can as, I touch you here? <laughs> as we've uh, previously talked about, uh, what was what was it called? Sexophilia. <laughs> What's a sexophilia? Um, the one yeah. that we've already covered is somnophilia, and that was episode sixteen. Yes, somnophilia. Yeah, you could just have someone that's really into sleeping with someone when they're asleep. Well, what do you know? A match made in heaven. There's no reason that. Well, and this one is thing the other side of the coin. Is whenever we talk about the modern sleeping schedule, what's really unique about it is that it is a recent invention. Yes, which is insane to think about the way human beings have been sleeping since what, like the 1600s, like Shakespeare time. Like yeah, later than uh, that, I think it's later than that. I think uh, Charles Dickens has even used this proof. Okay, so like Charles Dickens' times goes all the way back to Jesus, back to Grog and Og and all that stuff. Uh, you used to go to bed with the sun, and you would sleep for four hours, and then you'd wake up for an hour. That was like this drowsy time of not really fully being awake. It was kind of the solid N1 meditative. It was a time awake. where you were supposed to like take care of stuff. It was supposed to where you took care of stuff, and then you went back to sleep. But it also became known as, what, the fucking hour, the boinking hour, the baby the hour. The witching hour. The witching hour. The, the the honky tonk hour yeah the honky tonk hour I think it's, the, what it's anyways uh, the bluegrass hour but that was the hour where people fucked the most <gasps> really so this I farm, didn't know this, this is a, used to fuck yeah this is a theory this isn't like definitively proven no dude not time travel I proved it they uh, they do use uh, like literature mostly literature uh, to uh, show evidence of this and that there's some literature that doesn't line up with what our normal sleep cycle is uh-huh. and it seems to imply that there's multiple sleep states where people will go to sleep and then wake up and then go back to sleep uh and yeah it, it's so, not so definitive but so we, sleep sex might be a residual effect of well my what theory, used to happen my theory is based off of what is only a theory that people yeah. used to sleep twice a night and there'd be the one hour they woke up is that couples would fuck in their sleep and that was that used to be a thing. It used to be a slightly a sleep activity. Okay, that's why you put children to bed earlier so that their sleep cycle is different, so that when they're fucking, they can hear. That makes sense. Yeah, but that's also it's still done in the modern day. You put your kids to bed at eight, and then you do so your- that you can fuck. You're giving yeah. so much insight right now because, like, I am one of those that likes to to, to do the banging at night. I think that puts you that's with the majority the, of the yeah. population. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Like, I'm one of those that's like, ooh, the wake folks, up in the middle of the night for sex. Like, that's that's a thing. That is a thing. I've, I, I, I'm not going to get personal on the show. I will say the lunch break people are a little weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. But, I like, don't. I'm not kink shaming them or anything. If that works for them and their energy levels, that's great. I always do it during the, like, light of day. During the light of day? I no, mean, daylight's no. nice and all. Let people know. You have to, whatever the house is empty, really, is kind of, you just kind of get it. Capitalize on the, on the, Yeah. When this house is a rockin', don't come a knockin'. <laughs> well, if you've roommates, they don't have to dock, so you're just kind of being rude to them. Well, you just don't knock against their wall, if, right? If, I think I talked about this in the last episode. It's always important to be courteous to roommates before yeah. loud being loud. 
whether that you're playing Guitar Hero or whether you're playing, you know, a nipple. Does this go back to whenever you guys are roommates? Is that where we're getting a little bit of a? Vibe? I played the fifth. <laughs> Y'all Tommy talked about it never before. Consider it. <laughs> I played the fifth. Um, anyway, Tommy did want to briefly mention some of the other uh, para parasomnias that uh, do occur. Uh, so my favorite one is somniloquy. Is that involved? You guys, yeah, it's sleep. To- it's sleep talking. I somniloquy sleep is talking. my favorite word. <laughs> my favorite word I found this week. Yeah, I, nice. I might have to get that tattooed on my forehead. So this occurs during REM sleep. Uh, it is a shift in REM sleep, causing the sleeper to speak aloud what they are saying in their dreams. Conservatives. <gasps> I've seen this. I've seen this happened. It is an issue with your body staying paralyzed during REM sleep. It's like people waking up during surgery, except it's your own internal, uh, you know, chemicals. Oh, wait, I have a good example of this. I was staying in a hotel room with family members one time, and, like, my stepmom... Are y'all okay? I'm flossing. I shouldn't be flossing on the show. Oh, and you were burping. Okay, sorry. I was like, everyone's covering their mouths. Are we we doing... It's called called being polite. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Unless I want to just burp into the mic. I was being impolite by flossing. No, you're fine. So my stepmom, like, we're all dead asleep. And all we hear is, no, no, no. And she starts screaming in her sleep. And we all wake up and we're worried about her. And, like, we shake her and wake her up and, like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I was having a bad dream. But she was actually screaming and saying the word no Mm -hmm. in her sleep because she was getting chased by something. So that's interesting. I had a roommate. uh, Run faster. (laughs) Yeah, right. I had a roommate with a dog that kind of stressed me out. The dog's name was Marshmallow. I always Mm -hmm. called it Mallow. And I had an incident where I had a nightmare where the dog was in my bed and was like just kind of fucking with me while I was asleep. And so I know shit sprung up in the middle of the night and went, get the fuck out of here, Mallow. (laughs) (laughs) There was no dog in that room. It's just me in an empty room screaming at a plant. Oh, I've been told that I sing in my sleep every once That's in a while. That's very sweet. Isn't that funny? That's very sweet. I know there are at least two instances of me sleepwalking, and I hope there are not more than that. Speaking of sleepwalking... So, uh, we've got a free running syndrome, which is uh, a sleep syndrome where your circadian rhythm is off from the rest of the world. Okay. So... Instead of going to sleep when other people sleep, you go to sleep when other people are awake. Nocturnal. And, and, you, and you are awake when other people are asleep. This isn't necessarily that you have a different life cycle than everyone else. This is like a disorder where you, for some reason, can't get on a normal, quote, sleep normal cycle. sleep cycle. It takes years off your life. It can. And uh, the it is disproportionately high rates in blind people. That makes sense. Oh. Because they, mm-hmm. you know, can't see. Uh, they can still feel the sun, uh, and there's actually been statistics that show that, you know, blind people are happier when they're out in the sun because the sun affects you in other ways than that, mm-hmm. uh, and they are conscious of being out in the sun. Just but, like Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> he went to bed at 4 a.m. But yeah, this uh, free-running syndrome is uh, when... Your sleep cycle is the opposite of the world around you. Uh, there are treatments for this. Uh, if you have this, seek out treatments for this. Oh, the mm-hmm. best treatment is to quit your job working nights at a hotel. Uh, and then uh, the one that Tommy wants to talk about. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis or night hag syndrome. Or being abducted by aliens. Yes, which is when the body is waking from a dream, but the paralysis remains from REM sleep. So you, for some reason, uh, based upon enzymes or hormones or whatever, have woken up, but your body is still paralyzed. And for whatever reason, it always triggers a nightmare of a creature sitting on your chest. Uh, well, <gasps> there's... Almost always. It doesn't always, but there's a very good reason for it that I've made up myself. Which is? Uh, so, when you have sleep paralysis, you can't move. Which means you're pretty much locked into looking at the same thing. If you just sit in your bed and just stare, you will start seeing shapes. Yeah. Like in the wall and that kind of thing. I believe it is partially that, and then it is partially remains from REM sleep. Obviously, there's no scientific studies behind this. So there might be some overlap. Yeah. So you are still partially dreaming, but you are 
seeing or witnessing the shapes that your eyes are trying to make out of everything around you mm -hmm. because your eyes are naturally pattern defined. recognizing machines. Yeah. And yeah. they are defined by being able to move. Uh, we have predatory eyes, so our eyes are actually uh, scientifically supposed to move with, are supposed to track objects. Mm -hmm. So if we have nothing to track, our eyes and our brain will start identifying things that aren't really there to track, as with... Like an old hag or a little green man. Yes. Mm. Or a Lilith. It's a Lilith. Or succubus. Or a succubus. Ooh. Or a dog that... Female demons that, that are trying to you. fuck you. An or, incubus. Or, or male demons that are trying to fuck you. Uh, I think that wraps up different sleep disorders. Uh, sleepwalking. Oh, and then sleepwalking, which, which is, is the most closely related. Which is walking during sleep, if I'm not mistaken. I was going to say, everything else we've talked about really takes place in REM sleep, except for the most recent one, right? Yes, which is sleepwalking, which is the most the closest related to the thing we're talking about, which is sleep sex. Mm -hmm. uh, it happens during N3. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm not... Do you, do you know, Dana, hmm. uh, what the theories behind this? Sleepwalking? The, or during... Or for sexomnia in particular. The theories of how it happens? Or how it's caused? The theories of how it happens. Because I, I can understand the other ones. Yeah. This one I don't really get because of the phase that it happens during is during N3, uh, which your body is totally relaxed but you're not dreaming. So you're not paralyzed, but you're not dreaming. So the, what one theory I did read was that it is your body trying to naturally keep track of its like natural rhythm. So like some people are saying, you know, sleep eating occurs during this phase because your body is trying to consume because it's hungry and you're not like perfectly asleep yet. I mean, it's not so much your body. It's more like a primal part of your brain. You're, that, you're not, yeah. you're not thinking clearly or analytically. It's very, it's the lizard brain. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm not all that familiar with actual brain mapping. Mm -hmm. I think it is the back of the brain. If correct me if I'm wrong, I remember hearing this is that the closer you get to the, to the frontal lobe, the more it is analytical mm -hmm. personality, deep critical thinking skills. And the further mm -hmm. you get back to the Abdullah Bangata, the Fulsula Malata. Abdullah Ablangata. The Abdullah Med Ablangata. Abdullah Ablangata. You get more towards just uh, instinct and subconscious uh, efforts. And so it wouldn't surprise me if you found out that sleepwalking was the back of the skull coming awake and the front of the brain being asleep. Well, um... Don't quote me on that. I'm not a scientist. What I was led to believe in the research that I did is that um, most sleepwalking occurs... You know how you said there's cycles and there's like sometimes like five a night. Mm -hmm. These can happen when you're coming out of the deepest REM sleep cycles. So like maybe, you know, if we're looking at five a night, maybe this is, you know, two or three, three and four or something like that. But probably around three um, where you're coming out of that deep REM back into the two and then, then dipping back down into the three. Right. Mm. Um, so a lot of that is whenever your body has been immobilized for a while, but then your body just kind of, um, from what I was led to understand with the, with the sleepwalking, it's super common. There's like three, three million cases of it that are like, I don't know, found a year. That's what I found. Yeah. Um, but basically it's whenever your brain kind of skips, I don't know. I, Cause I've slept walk, Sleepwalked. Mm -hmm. Sleepwalked. I think sleepwalked. I, I've done that twice. Uh, once when I was uh, very young, not very young, like uh, 12, 10 yeah. or 12. Uh, and it, based upon the timeline that I'm thinking of, it was before my first REM sleep, at least, because mm -hmm. uh, my parents were still awake. Uh, my dad saw me. Mm -hmm. I walked out of my room walked across the linen closet and grabbed a towel. And uh, I actually slept talked during this too, uh, where he was like, what are you doing? He's like, and I said, I was going to go take a shower. Uh, wow. I but, think that's a pretty common story. Cause a lot of sleepwalking things are like the things you would do in the morning whenever yeah. you're getting ready to go somewhere, but it's not time well, yet. They're purposeful. Oh, I yeah. mean, I think that a lot of sleepwalkers, I mean, and that's why I wouldn't even say that like, sleep sex and sleep eating are their own thing. They're just subsets of sleepwalking. Mm -hmm. Sleepwalking is 
you are convinced you're up to a normal activity and you can't wake up fully yeah. recognize. It's it. like low level consciousness. Yes. Kind of like and, what you said, lizard brain. And, and here's what, one of the things I wanted to bring up is the I, other time I peed in someone's closet because I thought I was the bathroom. I thought you were drunk. <laughs> no. Okay. You were sober. So you admit to being in a closet sober? No, I was sleepwalking. Okay. But I mean, I guess that's drunk on like the body's like, in uh, a, it's entirely possible that I was drunk because uh, a lot of this stuff, a lot of parasomnias do occur because of a, uh, Drug or alcohol abuse. Yes. Because if you didn't know it, alcohol ruins your sleep. And stress. Or it keeps you from going to an REM sleep. But or hormone changes, too. Uh, I want to ask about this in that this is entirely my own perspective, so I could be a crazy person. Yell at me to shut up if you want to. You could but be a crazy person. I could be a crazy person. But I've noticed that the further away a bathroom is from where I'm sleeping, I'm able to... I can wake up and I can go to the bathroom and get back to sleep without ever breaking the sleep cycle. And I wonder if other people hmm. feel the same way. Of if it's a simple enough task, if you know the layout well enough, you're sharing the bed alone, the toilet's right there, you can get up, use the bathroom, chug a bunch of water, and get back to sleep, and you never wake up. And wow. I don't know if that's just memory, or like memory lapse, or being convinced of it, or it's psychosomatic even, mm-hmm. but in a new house, in a hotel, or in a bathroom situation where you have to like get up and put something on and go across the house and mm-hmm. say hi to a dog, you're going to wake up in that process. So I think... I would, I would suppose that most folks are capable of waking up in the middle of the night and doing something while still being asleep. At least in that foggy state, yes. right? Yes, because I think there are people, and I think I've seen this happen sharing a bed with partners, where someone can wake up and check the time on their phone mm-hmm. and would wake me up because the phone's gone off and I don't sleep with the phone. People who sleep with their phone enough, they can wake up at 4 a.m., check it, see the time, mm-hmm. go back to sleep, and they never broke out from sleep. Yeah, I, I think know. that's just a natural part of the sleep cycle, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that could just Returning be... to N1, more or less? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start over. Yeah. <laughs> Start the cycle yeah. over. That's interesting. And it's really interesting. I've been using a Fitbit to track my sleep cycles, and you can see the different, like, levels of sleep and the different kinds of muscle and brain activity, like, that are kind of mapped all in, like, through the sensors that, you know, check your heart rate mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's kind of interesting to see the ways that we can track this, not only, like, through studies, like, official studies, but also, like, if you're curious to, like, track the, your own sleep cycles, there's a lot of different kind of things out there for you to help you do that. So. Now, what about sleep murderers? <laughs> well, I think now that we've moved through that section, instead of talking about sleep murderers, yeah. we should probably talk about our topic on at hand, oh. which is sleep somnia. As we touch the 40-minute marker, yes. Sex somnia. Sex somnia. Uh, I really don't think there's that much to this. I, I think that uh, yeah. it, folks wake up in the middle of the night and they can unconsciously fuck. I think when people hear this, there's this, uh, and I, I'm going to use the R word, sorry. There's like a... Which one? There's a non-consent. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to say oh. the R word. There's a non-consent issue when people hear this because the assumption is it's someone waking up and breaking into someone's house or like going across the hall at, at, at a hotel. That's not really what it is. I imagine sleep somnia, sex somnia really There being, have been instances of that. There have been, but I'm going to guess the vast, vast, vast majority of this is couples and one of them initiates while still asleep and the other one might even still be asleep and it's two partners just kind of like fucking around in their sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, generally, yeah, that's how it does occur. There have been instances where it has been, uh, uh, one I read about is a, a woman who was leaving her house to seek out sexual partners while she was still asleep. Wow. Um, there's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of treatments for this, uh, like, uh, uh, using... Uh, sedatives and uh, antidepressants have been used. Uh, really? Those are still like in the essentially the testing phases because this is not highly studied. Is this a depression based affliction or is it just because no of, antidepressants just do it's weird shit in your brain? Yeah. Uh, so uh, another thing that's recommended is a, a safe environment, uh, which uh, includes uh, separate beds potentially, uh, locking doors, and even setting alarms on doors. So that when someone walks through a door or opens the door and walks through it, if they are experiencing sleepwalking or uh, sex somnia, an uh, alarm will go off and they'll wake up. Have you ever ah. had a friend who uh, you had to share a bed with a friend because you had a flight really early in the morning or because they got drunk at your place? And they usually share a bed with their partner, 
but instead they're in your bed tonight because you got to fucking run. And they wake up in the middle of the night and they kiss you on the forehead because this is like what they do in their normal sleeping schedule. They weren't trying to initiate any kind of weird shit. They would just had a little sleep kiss because that's what they used to do and they thought you were somebody else. <laughs> that I've mama? done that or you, you fall asleep with the arm over <laughs> yes. you and you're like, I'm not your person. So, yeah, I mean, that's you happened. can... So that wasn't when you woke up and yelled at the dog to get... I gave the dog a fake name, for one, because I didn't want to out that actual dog. But oh, no. The I dog's going to get dosed. I didn't want to hear heard that dog's feelings. Oh, man. Uh, so a, a final treatment is a... This generally is a secondary disorder, which goes along with other disorders, uh, such as uh, uh, sleep deprivation and uh, obstructive... Sleep apnea. So, another treatment for this is treating and fixing the other disorders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sleep deprivation and fixing sleep apnea. Alcoholism. Will fix this. <laughs> yes. Drug and alcohol abuse will... Fixing those two will generally let fix me, this. Problem. As long as this episode is uh, full of a lot of non-kink advice, uh, let, me, let me tell you, you younger kids something right here, right now. Reduce your alcohol consumption and sleep becomes the best part of your life. <laughs> oh my god so previously alcohol was the best part of your life <laughs> now, now it's sleep <laughs> and guess what I like I like sleep it's a lot it's true though. I am was, very incentivized the, by the thought of a nap like I most... can get this done and I can take a nap fuck yeah it's awesome yeah. there's a very famous singer at, I well, while you're thinking I don't think it was Sinatra but I feel like it was one of the Rat Pack that uh said he felt sorry for another singer because they were a teetotaler who never drank and uh he said he felt sorry for him because the moment he woke up was the best he would feel all day. Well, oh. <laughs> if you reduce your alcohol consumption and you take the money you would spend at the bars and you spend it on paddleboarding and illegal mushrooms, you'll have a very good time. Oh my! Did I just uh, should I not suggest felonies? Am I not allowed to recommend felonies on this? Show? Uh, yeah, I, don't I just even don't know think what we that should. Is. I don't think we should advocate paddleboarding. <laughs> It's wrong. Oh, like the athletic sport of paddleboarding. Paddle, yeah, paddleboarding. Yeah, no, it's like oh, waterboarding. I thought, I thought it was like paddle. I thought it was some kind of illegal thing, like torture. Like I thought it was a code name for something else. Technically, is, waterboarding is illegal, but the yes, country still does it. I, I know paddleboarding <laughs> is something I recently fell in love with. Uh, it is my kink now. It is my fetish. Oh, okay. It is where you stand on what is essentially a surfboard and you paddle on a still yeah. lake. I was, I, whenever you followed That's that so with. Boring. It is <laughs> like walking on water and you can go surprisingly faster than you think. I like it too. I've, I've done it a couple Thank times. Thank you. Um, the other thing I mentioned was the illegal drug mushrooms. Oh, I thought you just meant like shiitake mushrooms or, you know, no. button m- mushrooms. mushrooms. Those are good for you. Oh, the fun ones. Yeah. I recommend that over alcohol. We you know, don't advocate doing those. Wink. <laughs> um, I I think mostly what we're here to discuss oh, is, is sex. Is sex right? So thank you, Dana. Just to kind of bring us to rein it back in. Um, what else did you have in your list of what of things to discuss? What do we have next? Uh, uh, I do want to talk about the causes. Yeah. Uh, so as we've already discussed a few of them. Uh, certain medications can cause this. Uh, Ambien is one of them. Uh, drug alcohol abuse. Uh, there's a genetic component to uh, sexomnia, as with sleepwalking, because mm-hmm. they go hand in hand. Um, and that generally, this sexomnia is underreported because of uh, shame. Well, and I also, I, I keep going on the idea here that when you're asleep, most of the time you're going to be doing things that are basically routine. Which is why I imagine the majority of sleep sex is between consenting partners. That's why I don't suffer from And that's why I feel like if someone was uh, initiating while they were asleep, a partner in a normal, healthy relationship would say, hey, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, I'm not into it. You can then wake them up and be like, hey, go to bed. You're trying to to boink me in my Z time. Yeah. You can quote me on that. Thank you very much. I'm just trying to jazz this up. Maybe they're just like... Yeah, go ahead. Those are some of the causes. That's good to know. But I do imagine this is how cheating happens sometimes. Like I would have mentioned my scenario yes. earlier. Yes. It's been used as an excuse a lot in cheating. Yes, it has. Is that I was asleep. I was just sharing a bed because I got drunk at her house and couldn't didn't want to pay for an Uber because I'm a cheesecake. Cheesecake. Let's get this up. 
People also use this as a cheating excuse. <gasps> Those darn cheaters. But sometimes they're actually just not cheating. in control of it, but sometimes they're actually just cheating. And just using it as an excuse. But that's why I made the joke earlier. There have been people who've used the sleepwalking defense in murder cases. Mm-hmm. And I still won't use in non-consent criminal cases. There have also been issues with people claiming the sleepwalking defense. Yeah, there are predators who will use this um, and claim that they have sex somnia, uh, you know, to protect them. And in some places, have gotten away with it. Um, I know in the UK there was a couple of cases here recently. Um, oh gosh, eighth August. 2018. This year. Yeah, this month. Um, that, you know, got in trouble. It says, you know, he told jurors he suffered from the rare sleeping disorder and did not remember having sex with the victim. But come on. Anyways, they decided that he was guilty. However, in Ireland, um, the director of public prosecutions is not proceeding with a third trial in the case of one man who claimed he was acting in his sleep when he was alleged to have raped his friend. The 31-year-old accused man had denied during two previous trials at the Central Criminal Court that he had, uh, you know, uh, not consented, uh, assaulted the woman at an apartment in Dublin in the early hours of September 28th, 2008. So this is older, but apparently he got away with it. They basically said he was asleep, we, you know, and so he got away with it. Hmm. So I think it has a lot to do with where you are. Was that, I mean, I guess you didn't have the full story there, but was that a situation where they were sharing a bed? Uh-uh. No? Mm-mm. Not sharing a bed. Roommates? Uh, I think there were neighbors in an apartment. That's fucked up. Yeah, uh, it is pretty fucked up. Uh, it, is, it is also important that, like, to distinguish, people do not remember engaging in these sexual activities. Right. When they have, when they actually do suffer from this disorder. Yeah. For example, there was one woman who actually suffers from this that had apparently dated somebody who also lived in her apartment building and found out later on that in her sleep, she had obviously been visiting him in the night um, because she found out she was pregnant. And they asked her, like, have you been sleeping with anybody? And she was like, no. But how did she get pregnant? Apparently she had been sleepwalking down to his room and having sex with him in the night. And he had been saying he had been getting mixed signals for from her for a while. <laughs> I think that's that's very mixed signals. So yeah. I thought that was kind of a almost almost a funny story, but it was. I can just see this poor guy who's trying to sleep and this girl knocking on his door, like yeah, coming in and having guy. sex with him. Like, well, it's like, well, I'm getting mixed signals. You come down and sleep with me every night or every you know every every couple of nights or whatever. Every time I open my door for you, your eyes are closed and you're drooling. <laughs> All you like, can say is. Hey. I feel like that would make a really interesting novel. I don't or know. Or a short story. Mm-hmm. Things I did in my sleep. <laughs> I don't know. If you if you had a girl that you were kind of sort of dating and she just knocked on the door or and then you Chris. open and then you open the door. I'm asking you in particular, Tommy. Uh, and then you open the door and she grabs you and just starts making out with you. I feel like that'd be out of my comfort zone. This I feel is, like that'd be a, but you also might be, be like, "Oh, that's pretty hot." There'd be a break of my boundaries. This would be another reason to sleep in boxers, right? Because then again, just like take them off, you're ready to go. Exactly. So that's is a good that more what reason is? to wear a kimono because if a woman shows up at my house you're trying to and, and forces her lips on me the second I open the door, I'm going to say, "Hey, babe." <laughs> oh, I thought it was because a kimono is the sexiest. Hey, babe, thing you can sleep in. I don't know what you're doing here. But you forgot to ask me a few questions and ask me about my day. Also, notice <laughs> everyone not... else in this house is wearing kimonos. <laughs> you can't come in unless you also have a silky kimono. Yeah. We are c- clearly super rad dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I, what would be great is if they were all like floral-ish. They're all floral. Like, oh, they definitely are. <laughs> awesome. Um, I so, just want to be invited to one of these parties. I'm imagining party. one yeah. of them as a giant like. Will you please Goku wear it for Halloween? You have to wear it for Halloween. I will wear. It. I, there's pictures of me wearing. It. I'll show you guys when we're done. Yes. Okay. So real quick. I know everyone at home is saying that this isn't a kink, this isn't a fetish, and that's why Dana's about to set us straight, in the sense that this actually does overlap with an actual kink and fetish. It actually does, because, as I talk about by the numbers, there are people who really enjoy taking advantage, not taking advantage, but, you know, um, being involved with people there, that are into this. Or there that are, are somnophilias mm-hmm. that want a sex 
somnia or however it's yeah. pronounced. I keep saying it wrong. So we talked about somnophilia, having yes. sex with people who are asleep. Um, that's episode 16. You should check our backlog if you want to know more about that. But the perfect match for somebody with somnophilia is somebody with sexomnia. Um, realistically speaking, they like to have sex with somebody who's asleep. This person's asleep and it tends to have sex in their sleep. So what do you know? It's a perfect match made in heaven. That said, let's talk about some numbers. Um, yay. I, let's play the game. Let's play the game. Um, I once again have been on FetLife. Um, and I found a group that is called Sexomnia and Sexomniacs. Um, which I guess is they're using that kind of like interchangeably. Um, but basically this group is described as, um, a group for anyone suffering in like air quotes, um, with the psychological, again, air quotes, disorder called sexomnia and their admirers. This is a disorder similar to sleepwalking. Instead of walking in your sleep, you try to have sex or masturbate in your sleep without any memory of the act. And it says below, note the strategically placed quotation marks around suffering and disorder. And the um, people who do suffer from this disorder, as you're putting it into quotes, are called sexomniacs. Yes. Um, and it says that this group is open to anybody who has sex in their sleep or enjoys being fucked by their sleeping partner. So there are people out there who may find this a little bit kinky. Like, hey, you had sex with me last night and you didn't even know it because you were asleep. Kind of interesting. That can't be high quality sex, though. Yeah, it's probably not great. It's, it's probably, probably like like three minutes long and just kind of like missionary. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I mean, you, you were don't talking. Know. Maybe they're thinking about like baseball the whole time. You were talking. You were talking about you know somebody showing up at your door and like making out with you. There probably isn't a lot of making out. It's probably just like shove, jump on, hump. Like it's, it's <laughs> animalistic, like to yeah. the point sex, and not the cool animalistic sex that's like wild and people hitting each other. Mm-hmm. This could I. Don't understand what you're saying. That sounds like it could be super sexy. No, it's three minutes of just like eh. mediocre sex. You're imagining <laughs> different sex than other but people. Some people, people are really turned on by yeah, that. And people who do suffer from this aren't just like stick it in and go. Mm-hmm. They they do other things. But I, I keep coming back to the right. idea: wouldn't you wake up? Because, like, sex elevates your heart rate. So if it got to be really exciting sex. But think about it: the same thing happens whenever you're having a wet dream. Right, but like, that's not like that's not a grand, amazing experience. That's no. just like a, it's just like a, a bloop. Yeah, I mean for you, I has anyone ever woken up from a wet dream with like a five minute like oh. <laughs> a long orgasm? <laughs> no, I don't think any ghosts have woken up from wet dreams. I have to pleasant everywhere. So to continue, the FetLife group, Sexomnia and Sexomniacs, guess how many members there are? 16. 400. 57. Okay. 57 members. I hate this game. And there are 63 members who have listed that as a fetish at that they're into or are interested or curious about it. Huh. Um, I also searched on Pornhub. If you sex, if you sex, if you search sexomnia in Pornhub, guess how many videos you will find? Um, I'm just guessing based upon searching for sleepwalking sex, uh, like 15,000. I'm going to guess four. One. You find one video about sexomnia. Wait. But if you search Pornhub videos for sleepwalking sex, guess how many you have? I'm going to guess 60,000. 14,000. 1,058. Not as many as you'd think. When, when I first searched this, I searched uh, uh, sleepwalking sex, mm-hmm. and not a single article came up. It was just Pornhub, 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 yeah. Pornhub, Kate's. Cub or whatever, which is yeah. some other off-brand porn site. Yeah. And it was just all different porn videos. And I was like, it's not what I want right now. Welcome to Kate's Hub. It's I, all about Kate. <laughs> I will say that I did find an incredibly useful documentary on sexomnia that actually details some stories of people who do suffer from this condition on YouTube. It's approximately 45 minutes long. And if you just search sexomnia documentary, you'll find it on YouTube. That's it's anything though. like porn. I only need the first and last five minutes. Five minutes and three minutes while you're asleep? That's not that much of a loss. 
What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't I even know joke. What, yeah, I missed oh, it too. Chris I, said do that, you orgasm in five minutes when you're awake? No, I need the first five and the last five. That's he's ten. Just, he's making typical... He's making Ju- oh. a, a, Jonah, a Jonah Hill. He's making Jonah Hill stand Is that a joke? joke? See, I don't... He think. only watches the beginning and ending of pornography. Oh. You need the setup and then you need the... The flavor line. text and then yeah. like the concluding text. Can I, uh, can I peer behind... It's called the- a money shot. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> punchline. Today's episode of KinkCast has felt like a commercial, like a beer commercial, the before part. You know, when it's like a bunch of people in the library and they're fucking hot and bored. And then like the Bud Light train comes in and like freezes the room and hands out Bud Light. Uh, it's the Coors Light, the silver bullet, because you have to keep it cold. I don't give, I don't give a shit what the company is. I'm just saying I feel like I'm in the before part of a commercial for a cold product because it's fucking hot. We've been talking about sleep. Yeah. I feel like it's after Thanksgiving. I'm so fucking like drowsy. Did you eat a shit ton of turkey? That's that feeling you're having. Tryptophan. Tryptophan. The brain actually releases tryptophan during sleep and orgasm. Oh, and turkey eating, huh? Yeah, well, that's so different from sex. Muscles. So turkey eating is kind of like sex. That's a weird thing to do around a table with your family. But on bump. I mean, it depends how you want to get the stuffing out. Oh, okay, Dana, take bad. me to the product corner. Product corner. Guess what, guys? Very small shopping cart today. It was very, very, very difficult to find anything about Handcuffs. this besides a bunch of books on psychology. And if you suffer from like sleep that. apnea, don't buy a sleep app, a CPAP machine. Just a lot of condoms. Well, so sleep apnea, the treatment for sleep apnea, CPAP machines, yeah. which force oxygen into your lungs. Mm. So if you suffer from that, you might suffer from this, and you don't want to do the treatment if you want to have this. So this is something you might want to have? I'd want to remember it at least, but I don't know. Um, Explain so the joke. just in case you do sleep in your PJs, and one of your outfits Come when on. you're dressed in your PJs is a t-shirt, you might wear this one. It literally says in bright, bold colors, I have sexomnia. It's just a t-shirt from Wait, Zazzle. how much is it? Yeah, no, it's $24 plus six fifty shipping. Yeah, no, I'm not I also philosophically disagree with t-shirts that say I have said fetish on them. Yeah, I do too. But at least if you fall asleep in this and you have this condition, like if you like accidentally come upon somebody, they're like, oh, that's why they're trying to hit on me. That's why they're trying to come upon me. It's a warning sign. It's it's like that t-shirt that says, uh, what is it? There's a great picture on the internet of a teenager or like a 12 year old in a fedora Mm -hmm. and he's wearing this shirt that says, great story, babe. Now make me a sandwich. <gasps> it's just, <laughs> it's such a, it's such it's a, such a way good to, shirt. Yeah. Cause it's a warning sign. It's, Don't talk to me. It's just like, avoid this child. Yeah. Isn't that I, great? That's a, that's a similar shirt. I feel like it could warn you that this person has a uh, sex insomnia, but it also might warn a person that, this is not a fun person to talk to at parties. Yeah. Right. Right. Or sleep anywhere near. No. Um, Unless you're into it. Unless you're into it. Um, okay, this is something I might actually buy because it's kind of cool. Um, it's a sleep mask. Um, and it says on there, wake me only for sex. But that's the opposite of what you want. You want to stay asleep for the sex. Unless you're somebody who's turned on by somebody who has sex in their sleep. But then they wouldn't be able to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a logic You circle make thing. a fair. I didn't think about that small fly in the ointment. Um, but it's only $12 on Etsy. And hey, you're supporting a small local merchant. Okay. So It's also weird to wear on an airplane. <laughs> Where else do you wear sleep masks? Um, that's, a very, that's another good point. That's you're tearing this one apart. Point. Gosh dang it. Okay, I had two products and you've already destroyed both of them. So well, It's a hard one to, 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 to get. So if someone was engaging in this relationship and it was a serious thing, how would you have a contract? How would you do safe words and stuff like this? I this would is saran my... wrap the door because then they would just run into this saran wrap. Well, you wake up the other person. <laughs> then do. it's no longer this. No, if you are if you are with someone who has this disorder and you do not want to engage in it, mm-hmm. then wake up the person. Yeah. Uh, if it's true. a man... Uh, you can like punch him in the balls or something. Or a very powerful woman. Let's not. That's, let's I'm not. Saying, let's not. If it's a man, you can punch him in the balls. If it's a woman, it's hard to punch her in the balls. 
Keep a bell on them. Can, I like that idea. You can punch a woman in the ball. Or okay. an alarm. Alarm. And a personal yeah. alarm. You just sleep with one of those life alert buttons, and then, like, if somebody's, like, trying to come on to you in the night, you just click it, and it's like... There's oh. lots of ways to wake people up, is what I'm saying. No, it's that puzzle. It's 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 like a little box, and when the alarm goes off, a puzzle pops out, and you got to put the puzzle back together to get the <laughs> alarm to stop. I thought it was the opposite, and you had to piece a puzzle together to get them to wake up. Something yeah. like that. So you have to start getting this jigsaw but, shit. Yeah, if you do not want to engage in sex, do what you can to wake the person up. There's if, lots of ways to do that. What if you can't wake them up? Sleep in separate beds. Have them wear, wear a bell. Uh, do the alarm lock doors. I already talked about this in my treatment section. Taser? Okay. Um, Don't tase someone who's asleep. If, Don't tase me, bro. If someone is coming at me to fuck me that I do not want to have sex with... Wake them up! And I can't wake them up! I think a taser might. Trip, a taser will. Trip them. I would trip them and let them fall, and that will definitely wake them up. Yeah. It would hurt, but it would be better than them doing something I didn't want them to do or consent to do. What if we're camping by cliffside, Dana? Then it's more dangerous <laughs> than a taser. <laughs> then I would say... <laughs> I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> trip them off the cliff. And if they fly, you know their dream has come true. <laughs> oh, uh, let's move right into the FBI. Bear in mind, we are not... Not talking about a kink. We're not talking about somnophilia. So uh, I want to give this one a big fat N.A. Yeah. It's not a disorder. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a kink at all. Um, if you want to talk about somnophilia, that's episode 16. Also, if, if this is something that you are concerned that you might suffer from, get help. Yeah. yeah. And if you suffer from this and you're in a relationship where you can just do that... Don't get help, I guess. Like, uh, if at least be if aware of it. Yeah, if your spouse is like, let's. Oh, I'm I'm into this anytime. Yeah. So to be serious for one minute, the one area where this does get a little bit tricky that I actually want to talk about is if someone uses as this as their defense for like cheating, it can be legitimate if someone shares a bed every single night with their partner, and then they share a bed with someone else just because like they have to because they're got to go to the same flight or they're at the same conference. Going all the way starts to look a little bit sketchy, but like mm-hmm. initiating some sexual contact and then waking up and realizing, oh shit, I'm not where I usually am. Mm-hmm. That does actually happen. Oh, yeah. At the same time, people will use this as an excuse. Right. That's where this becomes difficult to talk about is yes. because people do use this as an excuse. It is a legitimate order or disorder that people do claim, oh no, that wasn't me. That was... Subconscious. Well, I was going to say it's hard unconscious. I almost want to say it's the single hardest thing to prove imaginable. You'd have to have you'd have to have brain scanners on a person to actually have this uh, admissible in court. People do sleep studies all the time where they prove that they're sleepwalkers and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not extremely difficult to prove in the moment though that it happened though it would be Uh, to retroactively prove. Yes, if you were in a court case, you could prove a person a history of it. You could not finitely prove that a person was sleepwalking at the moment. Of that's why it's hard to talk about. And that's the only really serious issue about this entire topic. And it, we're going to not have anything deeper to say other than it's complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Just like, I'm not going to go there. I was going to make a funny political comment. About the, just like that happening today? Just like that status on Facebook. It's complicated. They still have that? Yep. I don't know. They still I have Facebook? So. Mm-hmm. What it's are they still a real thing. thing. Hey, I like that thing. Facebook? So, yeah, oh. I like it. Facebook? Um, yeah. That kind of sucks. I like it. Delete your Facebook. I'm and old. And go to your local bookstore and buy the creepy books that are self-bound by a local weirdo and read them and start listening to, like, Go to your library. Psychology. Protest if they try to shut down your library. Join FetLife instead. There we go. Thanks for listening, kinksters. Guess what we have next week? Christian? No. No. Uh, group touchiness. No. Fair use. Free play. Free use. Which we're going to get into that because that is a huge kink. Thanks, Reddit. Isn't that going to be one of the ones that end up becoming a five? It might be a five. Some people no, might no. see it as a five. It will. It, 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 mm. Okay. So, yeah, we'll talk six. about that. And if it you're interested in what the heck that is, because that is kind of a, uh interesting word, I guess, choice, free use. What does that even mean? You should listen in next week. Also, so, go ahead, little baby boy. Go ahead. You got, you got As it. always, 
Follow us on Twitter at Kinkcast Podcast. Uh, if you would, if you enjoy the show and would like to support us, the best way you can support us is to rate and review. We love hearing from you guys as well. So send us an email at uh, kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. I would like to correct Chris. The best thing you can do if you want to support the show is to tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yes. Tell always, a kinky friend. Always tell a friend. Um, if you're very bold and don't care about your job prospects, go ahead and follow us on Facebook and let the <laughs> whole world know. Some people have alternate accounts on Facebook. Yes. They but, have like, okay, here's my one for everybody else that I work with, and then here's like my own personal one where like I can be weird. Groups, yeah. Things, something yeah. Like that. But yeah, in general, tell a friend. We love hearing from you guys, and the more of you that there are, the more we can hear from you. And also, just send us a message because we respond to all of the messages that get sent our way. Also, if like, you know, we said something that is not true or upset you or is scientifically inaccurate, or you just want to say, hey, I, I sleep in a kimono too. It's great. You could uh, always email us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. Or on our Twitter. Uh, yeah, corrections and omissions are done by you guys because we're going to be getting back to the episodes at some point. But usually when when we've done an episode, we won't be touching it for at least a year. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a giant correction special one of these days. I think we will after 52. So, anyways. All right. That's been our episode. Hope you listen in next week for free use. Wait, what's Tell that? Tell a friend. It's a giant bullet train with frost and parties and bikini babes. Oh, their nipples are so hard. All right. so cold. That's it. That's it. We're going to kill it now. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot.